When a florist agreed that I could sell or attempt to sell my gift baskets in her shop, I knew I needed some kind of agreement, something that said if the item was stolen, then the florist would be responsible for it. If there was a flood or fire, who was responsible for that? And I put together my own rudimentary contract, though I don't recommend anything rudimentary when it comes to contracts, but that's what this topic is all about. Thankfully, that relationship with the florist did work out, but I recognize that I need attorney's help now and then to create my contracts. It just can't be done by you because if something does happen and the situation goes into court, a contract made up by someone who is not an attorney is not going to work out. (laughs) It's not going to be in your favor because the other person is going to have an attorney. Let's talk about contract mistakes, things that you can not have, thankfully, that you can overlook because you're going to have an attorney put a contract together for you. Thankfully, it's not as expensive as not having an attorney help you out at the very beginning. Stay tuned. Welcome to Gift Basket Business, where we discuss the ideas, triumphs, and challenges aspiring entrepreneurs and seasoned designers face in the gift basket world. I'm Shirley George Frazier, your host and author of How to Start a Home-Based Gift Basket Business, the Gift Basket Design Book, and I'm Chief Basketologist at GiftBasketBusiness.com. I am so glad that the days of creating my own contracts or attempting to do so are over because I have found an attorney. And if this attorney doesn't work out, then there are other small business attorneys that will help me with contracting. But I certainly do suggest to you that you find and use the services of an attorney when it's necessary. You really cannot overlook that today. I wish I hadn't overlooked it in the past years when I was working with the florist. We're talking about the 1990s, and I'm certainly not making any excuses for the year. I certainly know now that an attorney, an accountant, certain people in certain disciplines, in certain professions are absolutely needed when you are in business, and that is what you are in now. So whether you are just beginning your gift basket business or you have been in the growth stage and you are a bona fide professional, attorney help is needed from time to time, especially if you are creating gift baskets that are more than just one or two at a time. When you have a corporate client, you're going to be making 50 or 100 gift baskets And you need to get them there on time. There's going to be a certain type of design that you're going to make. And there are certain elements within a contract that you're going to need magnified so that everyone knows their role in not only making the gift baskets, which is your role, but having them delivered at the right time on the right date and anything else that has to do with the client themselves. So while I am not an attorney, I'm just providing you with some tips to take to your attorney so that you can have your contract put together in a way that is going to not only make sure that you are covered, but also ensure that if anything happens that is covered in the contract, that you have 
coverage, that you are protected against what the client says did not occur or whatever else could happen because something can happen during the process of completing an order. So again, I'm not an attorney, but I'm giving you some tips on what you can take to your attorney. First of all, you do need this contract. That's the point of sharing this with you. You need an attorney to create a boilerplate contract for you so that whenever a contract is required in the process of creating and delivering gift baskets, you at least have the structure that you can fill in, such as who is ordering the gifts, how many they're ordering, and such. These, this contract is not something that you ought to download from the internet as a boilerplate because those contracts are not going to help you. You could try, but I can almost guarantee that a contract online is not going to be sufficient for you. So this contract is going to cover whatever you consider to be a large order. It could be 10 gift baskets, could be 50, could be a hundred thousands. It could be anywhere in what you consider to be large or what you consider you need for this particular order. Another point is that you are to document your contact's name on the contract. If you are dealing with a small business, a medium or large size business, there's going to be one specific person that you need to connect with as the order is going through, as the order is being created. And you want to document that particular person's name at the at the corporate level so that you recognize and anybody who sees the contract recognizes who your contact is. Your contact is not always going to be the owner. It could be a, a an assistant. It could be anyone on the executive level. So you want to document that person's name. A third option or really a third item to consider. We talked about the contract and we talked about the contact's name. The third is If there is a timeline for you to create the gifts and get them to where they need to be on time, and there usually is a timeline, you need to document that within the contract as well. And you need to stick with that timeline. So if within the timeline you have to tell your contact that such products are now in your office, if you have to let them know by phone or by email, whatever the process is, to make sure that you do so according to what the contract says. Fourth is that it's important to start the contract by outlining what you know is required of the order. You might start the contract with something like, I understand you need to have gift baskets created for administrative professionals week or whatever that is. And then you continue with, I will provide and whatever it is you're going to provide. That's the first paragraph. That's a good sketch for the first paragraph. Your attorney might have a different sketch, but that what I just shared is something that might be helpful to begin the introduction of the contract. Number five is if the client wants certain items that aren't particularly good together and you know what which items pair together well and which ones don't, you need to write that information in the contract. Your information will say that the items that they want go against your recommendation. 
And of course, you're telling them this first, but then you're writing that information in the contract so that if the chocolates that are paired with a scented candle don't quite taste good, you've already let your customer know in writing that that combination doesn't agree with your recommendation. Number six is if there's a change in the contract, there has to be an either an end to the contract and a new contract written, or there's going to be an addendum, another part of the contract that keeps the contract in play, but then there's another paper that you and the customer sign off on to say, yes, this is an addition to the general contract, the main contract. The change could be something about the delivery date because the customer needs a different delivery date or maybe the order is going to be delivered to a different address. Maybe there's a change in the product availability. Maybe you're going to put shrink wrap on the gift instead of cellophane because now the customer wants shrink instead of cello. That has to be in the contract or in the addendum. So keep that in mind. Any changes, it's got to be written and signed off by you and the client. And the seventh item that can be a part of mistakes if a contract is not written is that you must document the payment schedule. Is the customer paying 100% upfront? Are they paying 50% now and 50% on delivery? You also have to tell the customer if they are not paying anything upfront that that can hold up the order. Why would you start an order if you have no money to start the order? You have your money, but the customer has to (laughs) put skin in the game, and the skin is money. You also have to say what type of payment they are making. Are they doing a credit card? Are they paying by credit card? Are they paying by wire transfer? You have to document how that payment is coming to you so that everyone knows what they are supposed to do in terms of paying you. So those are the contract mistakes that can happen and how you can fix them by documenting the information and ensuring that everyone is on the same page. These tips will ensure that you are covered and your attorney knows, has a good idea what you're looking for in terms of the contract that you need to make sure that you are covered in all areas as you create and deliver these gorgeous gift baskets. Well, that is it for this edition of Gift Basket Business. Thank you so much for joining me for Don't Make These Seven Contract Mistakes. Next week, we'll discuss another important topic that will elevate your notoriety and your income. And be sure to rate this podcast through your favorite listening device. I'd love to know how these topics are helping you to learn, grow, and profit. I'm Shirley George Frazier wishing you baskets of success.